Man, I got an article on the sidebar here uh, that's good news for you. What's that? If you love someone, you love them gross, unshowered, and filthy. Nice. So now I just have to find somebody to love me. Man, I got an article on the sidebar here uh, that's good news for you. What's that? If you love someone, you love them gross, unshowered, and filthy. Nice. So now I just have to find somebody to love me. Hello, welcome to Tuesday Podcast, episode 157, with your hosts, Sam Ginsberg and Tyler Dryblatt. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Hello, hello. Thank you, Samuel. Wonderful introduction, as always. Today we have adult cotton candy, virtual reality, sad drinking games, and uh, a crotchy old man who thinks you should be buying beer differently. We'll get to all of that in a little bit. How are you doing today, Samuel? I feel terrible. You, you don't look like you feel great. No, I don't feel great. I feel... What's going on? Uh, well, I learned something great about living in a house. If you have diarrhea downstairs 10 minutes before you have to record a podcast, and then you go upstairs to set up, and then five minutes you have to record a podcast, you need to have diarrhea again, there's a different bathroom that you haven't already exploded that's really close. (laughs) I bet that's pretty nice. Yeah. So what's up? You ate something funky, I guess? I don't know. I don't know what my deal is. I've, I've felt weird all day, and I just have had diarrhea sneak attacks, and I'm like, <laughs> like the way I'm sitting in my chair, I'm worried that after we're done, I'm going to stand up, and it's just like, like, the, the, this physical barrier that is this chair is all that's keeping my butthole closed, and that my muscles won't be enough. That's really not great. Um, well, good for you for recording this podcast. You could have told me. Uh, yeah, but then we had to reschedule, and it's a whole thing. That's, that's true. So, all right, you'll rather just poop your pants. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. What do you have, though? What are you putting inside of yourself to test your, your muscles? Well, what I really need is a big hug. So the closest <laughs> I, I'm going to come is a fireside chat from 21st Amendment, which is a it's a winter spice ale, so not really in season. 7.9% alcohol. I kind of think I should have gone with something a little less boozy, just because I'm going to need... All the control of my faculties I can muster, but right. too late now. Too late now. Oh, Jinx. No, I, I beat you. So there's a radio delay. Whatever. Go to the tape. You can edit the tape. No, I, I mean, I kind of can't, though, because we record on one track. Okay. Because that one time we tested recording on separate tracks, I couldn't figure out how to merge them without orphaning a bunch of blocks. Gotcha. Anywho, uh, what are you? what are you working with? What am I working with? Yeah. I have uh, a new beer by Mad River Brewing Company, which is a local brewing company that I generally don't love. This is called Slammin' Salmon, double IPA. It is 8.6% ABV. Not a whole lot of head. Kind of a light amber color. Very hazy. Smells pretty piney. A little tropical. Yeah. All right. I, um, hmm. I don't know. There's not... It's a double IPA. I feel like there should be more here. This is kind of just like an IPA. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty common. Yeah. It's not bad, though. It it has some maybe like a... What's the word I'm looking for? Like maybe some papaya taste in there, you know? Man, you always pull these like random-ass fruits out. Like, I don't... I couldn't pick a papaya out of a lineup, like, by sight. <laughs> I don't know how you're uh, yeah, pulling these flavors. Know. Uh, yeah, I just get those tropical flavors. Maybe because I like fruit, and you don't love fruit. I'm actually embroiled in a fruit war. What? Three Stacks and I have challenged each other to eat more fruit, 
So we have a whiteboard where we're keeping a tally where we just write down all the fruit we eat to see who can eat more fruit in a week. Nice. Becca and I have a similar thing where I want her to eat more fruit. So then she buys a bunch of bananas and I say, Becca, that's too many bananas. You're not going to eat all those bananas. And then we have a race to see whether they go bad and I yell at her or she eats them and I don't yell at her. And what usually happens? Uh, usually I'm pretty unhappy at the end of the, <laughs> the banana period. I had a challenge with some friends a while ago that I, I never uh, made, made good on. And the very thought like is sending rumbles through my colon. But <laughs> I told them that I thought if I really put my mind to it, I could eat 51 bananas in a day. And that was huh, that's I, a lot of bananas. Like, I think that's the most bananas I could eat in a day, but I think I could do it. <laughs> and like I would kind of cheat, like not cheat cheat, but like if we're thinking midnight to midnight, I would stay up late to like, you know, one in the morning and eat right. like six or seven bananas before bed to kind of get off to a head start. Cuz I sometimes I'll eat a banana and won't notice. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Like if you really try, you can eat a banana in 3 bites. <laughs> and then it's just like, where'd that banana go? I don't know. I guess it's in my tongue. If you're uh, sexually adventurous, you can eat a banana in one bite. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. No, that's true. Banana, I often eat bananas as a snack. And uh, sometimes, like, I eat them on the way from the kitchen to sitting back down. And then I go to eat my banana. I'm like, oh, it's just a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what just happened? But So, yeah, I'm right there with you on the whole banana page. We should probably talk about beer, though, and not bananas. If you insist. I, I guess I do insist. So, since we're speaking about eating, from DNAinfo.com, boozy cotton candy comes to candiality, and there's even a beer flavor. Now, this is kind of a misleading headline. When I say boozy cotton candy, what do you think? I think cotton candy that's like 6 or 7%. AB, well, ABV doesn't really make sense with cotton candy. No. Because yeah. it's so, like... ABW? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would still be ABV, but it would have to be super concentrated. I don't know. It's a weird It's a weird concept. Yeah. Well, that's what I would think, too. Alcoholic cotton candy. But uh, it's not. It's not. Is it just flavor? Um, yeah. Apparently, some Candiality, which is some candy shop in Chicago, has uh, started selling... Cotton candy with a variety of interesting flavors, uh, like mimosa and beer. And beer seems to be really, really popular. The guy says it is smoky and sweet. It's like nothing you've ever tasted. Well, so then they did a bad job, because it's supposed to taste <laughs> like beer. Right, yeah. Huh, what a, what a good point, Samuel. That's an excellent point that I did not think of. So, I'm a little bit disappointed, because I would like some alcoholic cotton candy. That sounds like it would be hilarious. It says they have champagne-flavored gummy bears that are non-alcoholic. Yeah. Man, I've had alcoholic gummy bears. It's not hard to right. make alcoholic gummy bears. Just do this thing. Mm, maybe, uh, no, I have no real, yeah, I have no defense. Like, maybe maybe they want to prevent kids from getting crunk? Well, I think there's probably some licensing stuff. Like, you would need a liquor license, I would think, to sell booze candy. To serve rummy worms? Yeah. Yeah. And to, to get alcohol in uh, cotton candy would be, like, a way different story. Because cause you, you, make, you make rummy bears by, like, soaking them overnight. If you, yeah. if you dropped a handful of cotton candy in some booze three minutes later, now you just have really sweet booze. Wait, hold on one second. Okay. So there's this other, there's this other candy store in 
I don't fucking know where. Somewhere called Sugarfina. They have rosé infused gummies that are five percent alcohol. Huh. Now so, infused, they just mean soaked, right? I would assume, unless yeah. they take tiny little syringes, you know, like bloop. I don't even think that would work. I don't think it's that things work. No, I don't think so either. Oh no, yeah, it is. They also have single malt scotch and Kerr Royal cordials in stock, which Earl says have a tiny shot in the middle. Wait, what are cordials? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're shot glasses. Well, cordial, another term for liquor. Huh? Well, that doesn't help me very much. <laughs> so they have booze inflate infused booze. <laughs> I guess so. It's a little yo dog for my taste. It's like that goddamn song, uh, what is it, No Scrubs or whatever? Uh, yeah, Scrub is a guy that don't get no love from me, sitting on the passenger side of his best friend's right. car and getting no love from me. That song, that song really pisses me off. Why is that? She says, I don't want no Scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. So she's basically singing, I don't want guys that I don't want. Guys that I don't want are guys that I don't want. No, I don't think she's saying it circuitously. I Like, I don't think the second sentence is supposed to explain the first sentence. I think it's... Uh, she's kind of just restating the premise. Mm. Like, in mm. case you didn't understand, a scrub is a guy who don't get no love from me. And then the next line is explaining kind of what a scrub does. Sitting on the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Which right. is, you know, that doesn't sound like a bad thing to do. How, no, how opposed are you to carpooling? Yeah. Way to save gas. Get in that HOV lane. Get to where you're going quicker. You sound like a real scrub. I probably am. Let's see. So I would, I would like to try those rosé gummies. That'd be kind of cool. Wait, did you ever explain the scrubs thing? Like why you brought it up? Just being circuitous. Yeah, just being circuitous. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's that? What's that one other song? That's super circuitous. I'm, I'm hot. Listening. I'm, I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you're, you're not. This is why I'm oh, hot. Oh yes, right. That doesn't make any sense. No. Becca has also been listening to the song that has a line that just pisses me off to no end. Okay. Uh, he says, he says, death inspires me like a dog inspires a rabbit. Huh? So. Like it makes him run? Like, but you know what a dog is to a rabbit. Yeah. Right? Impending death. Yeah. So, so he's saying death motivates me like death motivates a rabbit. (laughs) I feel very much like a rabbit feels is really what that lyric is saying. Man, speaking of death and weird song lyrics. There's there's an atmosphere lyric that I like but think that I don't actually understand. This graveyard used to be a Kmart, but before that, it was a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually sure what he's getting at, but it's funny to me. Uh, does Kmart sell sell food? I don't think so. Oh, uh, then it could be like an animal graveyard. Uh, I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. Well, okay. In any case. I wonder how much those those rosé gummies cost. Like, would it be cost-effective to buy those instead of making your own? Absolutely not. You don't think so? No. You're probably right. Because, like, how much do gummies cost? Like, cheap gummies? It's like a dollar for a big-ass bag. Yeah. yeah. And then if you get... You can get the shittiest wine ever, and it'll be fine. Right, because you're not drinking it. Yeah, you don't want top-shelf stuff for this project. Okay, well, in that case, I guess I won't be getting these. Also because I'm not in Chicago. Also because it was dumb to begin with. Ooh, uh-oh. Shots fired by Samuel over there. Shots fired out of Samuel's butt over there. <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> uh, boy. So, 
if you don't, yeah, I've already, we've already heard about your bowel distress, so I guess it's up to me to provide some content now, huh? Uh, I have I have one other tidbit. Yeah. I've been getting very angry at the Pokemon Go players at my work. I bet. Because they just stand in a cluster, and I'm trying to walk past them, and I'm like, uh-huh. this isn't what this place is for. This right. is a place of business. I'm trying to go to the bathroom every <laughs> sure. five seconds. And I was going down some stairs, and there were there was a line of three people playing Pokemon Go walking up the stairs. And you know... It's kind of like when you drive, you stay on the right side. And so they started out on the right side, and they kind of, since they were walking abreast for no reason, they weren't talking to each other. There's no reason to be doing that. Uh, There wasn't that much room, but there was enough room for one person to pass. So I was going down my way, and someone tried to pass them, who was also playing Pokemon Go. And I could have stopped and let him pass, or like known that it was coming, but I just ran. Did you just run right into him? I ran right into him. (laughs) <laughs> and he was way bigger than me, but I caught him completely by surprise, and I dropped my shoulder a little bit. And I was like, you know, like, he kind of played it off like he didn't really notice, but he, I was still in the right, despite the fact that I was being petty and slightly violent. Like, Hey, you're not going to get any complaints from me. Don't fucking do this thing. You're being a turd. Pokemon Go has actually not impacted my life very much. I really thought it would. Maybe it's because I work out in the boondocks. Yeah. Yeah. And as we discussed last week, Pokemon don't live where they should. Right. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. I got, I had a very, I had the stupidest day of work I've had at my new job the other day. Oh, yeah? It was just, oh, it was a stupid day, Samuel. So I work in the main campground where it's, it's, the campground I work at, that's the phone number that comes up first when you Google Humboldt Redwood State Parks. So I get calls all the time, and it's just astounding how many people do no research before heading out, you know? Just like, if I'm going to go somewhere, I at least, like, take a quick look at it on Google Maps, you know? Oh, I I wouldn't. No? No, you were in the adventure. Well, then I would have to give directions to you, like I had to do with all these people the other day. No, I wouldn't ask Uh, you for directions. I would starve to death. Oh, okay, great. Because these people called me... uh, so he called me, and he's like, hey, we're trying to get to your campground, and we're lost. I'm like, all right, you have any idea where you are? He's like, no. <laughs> like, okay, do you know if you're going north or south? No. Where's the sun? Yeah. Find some like, moss. Okay, call me back, like, when you pass a sign, and then I can help you. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I'm lost. You have to help me. And I'm like, yes, sir, I know. I'm trying to help you. But I can't tell you where to go if I have no idea where you are. He's on a trail, right? No, he was just, he was on a road driving to me. Oh. What? It's not your responsibility to help him if he's lost, if he's not in the park. Yeah, no, well, I, yeah, no. So, he's like, I'm on a, I'm on a two-lane road, uh, or there are a lot of trees. Like, congrats, you are literally anywhere in Humboldt County. <laughs> Good for you. Oh my god. You know? So that was one guy, and some other lady called me, and she's like, I want to send some mail to my son who's going to be camping there in a few weeks, and we don't really do that, first of all. So I was like, okay, well, maybe you can send it to, like, a nearby town? Like, do you know what campground he's staying at? Because we have a bunch of different campgrounds, and they're near farther to certain towns, right? Sure. She's like, no, he's going with this, like, big camping group, like a, like a, like a day camp type group. Do you know where they're going? No, I don't have that information. 
And he's like, okay, well, do you think, like, they would have that on their itinerary? How the fuck am I supposed to know what this third-party group is going to do? <laughs> like, I mean, I've read their mind. Let me tell you where your son is going to be in three weeks. You know? What am I supposed to do about that? You should just be like, oh, yeah, I talked to your son. He said to call him <laughs> and ask him. Yeah. Like, God, so dumb. Just so very, very dumb. Some other people went to go camp, and they came back and told me that their cooler couldn't fit in the bear box. What's a bear box? Is it a box you put to get cheap shit away from bears? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, what do you want me to do about that? You know, alakazam, the bear box is bigger. Now your cooler can fit in there. Was that them asking for advice or giving you feedback to, like, in the future build bigger bear boxes? Either way, what the fuck am I going to do about it? You can I'm tell literally... your boss, and your boss will tell your boss's boss, who will tell the governor, and then uh, you'll get some bigger boxes. They're like these big steel boxes. They've been around for 50 years. Like, oh, okay, thank you. You've told the lowest man on the totem pole. I'll get out there with an arc welder and uh, slap an extra compartment on there. You should have said, thank you for the feedback. I'll see what I can do about getting you a smaller cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. It's just, uh, people, people simultaneously expect, like, nothing from me and that I have mystical forest powers. You know, I just don't don't get it. It's like they think it's the full moon when you actually do have mystical forest powers. Right. Yeah. Because all the rangers, we have to go drink unicorn blood for orientation. Is that from a thing? That's a Harry Potter thing, isn't it? Well, you weren't supposed to do it, though. It's like the ultimate evil. Yeah, so? Yeah, I don't know. It's just a horse with a horn on its head. You work for the government, man. Aren't you doing ultimate evil just by, like, doing your job? Yeah, gutter. That's all I we got. got him. Yeah. Yeah, we got him. So, are you happy with your beer so far? No, but I don't feel like it's fair, both because I feel terrible and it's so out of season. Like, uh-huh. I, I mean, I think that it's named very well. This is a beer to drink by a fire, and it's, like, super shitty and humid out, <laughs> and, like... My butt isn't doing the right thing, and I just <laughs> I just want to go to bed. So, so I'm not enjoying it, but I don't think that's a, a good reflection on the beer. I'm really going to have to buckle down on this second half and focus on, like, individual traits instead of just being like, Ugh. That was a good analysis, but it didn't at all help me in what I was trying to do, which was segue into an article. Uh, which art- article are you trying to segue into, just so I can know what you're looking for? I was going to go into... From Thrillist.com, we need to put our damn phones away when we buy beer. Oh, yeah. I didn't have my phone out when I bought it, I'll tell you that much. I don't think. I bought it, like, months ago. I don't remember. Okay. So, this article, I don't really agree with that much. Even though it seems like it should be up my alley, because it's, like, cranky and whining about modern life. You know? But this guy, Lee Breslower, I think is his name. Breslover? I can't tell. He says that uh, people put too much time into researching their beers at the store, like going to Beer Advocate or Rate My Beer and stuff like that, instead of just shooting off into the unknown and trying a bunch of different beers. This seems like something we should agree with on the Brewster Tuesday podcast because we're constantly trying new beers, beers we, in fact, are pretty sure we won't like sometimes. Yeah. But I just, I don't like the way he supports his arguments. He says, uh, let's stop drinking like accountants. 
you know? He says, like, some people use Beer Advocate to research a beer so they don't waste money on a beer they, they won't like, which I think is totally reasonable. Yeah? Yeah. I'm Well, for, you know, we're in, we have a bit of an economic disparity here. It's not reasonable for a person like me. But you can understand. It's been so long, I think... I think I can, in a really abstract sense, understand where you're coming from. I'm going to kick you in the teeth. <laughs> well, anyway, I think that is a reasonable idea. And this guy's like, no, man, like, you gotta, you gotta have that air of mystery to make drinking fun. Which is, I mean, like, the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast is fun in that respect. We try a bunch of wacky different things. But you know what else is fun? Drinking beer that you enjoy. Yeah. And not putting hot garbage in your mouth. So, I don't love that argument. He uh, he also says you should take a cue from how you select a beer at the bar. And when I'm at the bar, I generally ask the bartender to describe the beer for me if I'm interested in it. You know? Like, there's nobody I can do that with at the supermarket. So I think it's reasonable to go on your phone and look for, you know, like, tasting notes. Do they get soups annoyed if you're just like, describe this one? No, that sounds bad. Describe this one. Nobody's gotten pissed off with me yet. That you know of. That I know of. I mean, it's also not like every time I go into a bar, I'm ordering something new. Like, sometimes I see something that I know and think is interesting and I haven't had it before. I'll ask the bartender about it. Sure. Yeah. And so, like, if if the supermarket had a sommelier, I'd probably ask them, too. But they don't. You mean a Cicerone? Yes, a Cicerone is what I meant. But uh, they don't. So I, I feel like using a phone is totally fair. Yeah, I mean, I he kind of, uh, on a couple different occasions tries to say something sarcastically where I just think, no, wait, no, you were right. Like, he's he's listing how you should select your next beer, and he kind of just says, pick it, pick it blindly, just get something, go home and enjoy it. If it sucks, should have checked your phone, bro. Just kidding. But it's like, well, I mean, maybe maybe you should have known that it sucked. I don't know. I, I At the, the beer store that I go to most frequently... A lot of them, a lot of the, like, beers that are rated really highly actually have little signs that say, like, 97 on rate beer and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Or there's there's little signs that just say, Dave really likes this, and Dave is just a guy that works at this particular liquor store. <laughs> but I tend to agree with Dave, so I buy a lot of stuff that's Dave really likes this, which is uh, kind of better than a crowdsourcing thing, because you know what has a really good score on Beer Advocate? is Spotted Cow, and that beer sucks ass. <laughs> which is why I'd rather use um, an app like Untapped, where which is like a, more of a social media type of a thing, because I can, I can look and see... First of all, I can check if I've had it and forgotten about it, which is the case with right. a lot of beers, because I've had so many. But yeah. if I haven't, then I can check, and I can be like, oh, Brian really liked this. Oh, Three Stacks' dad really liked this. I guess I'll give it a try, you know. Or I can see that Alan really hated it and know that that means it's good because he's a tool. <laughs> Yikes. That dude doesn't Shots have to happen. I'm just being mean. Gotcha, Alan. The one day you'll listen to this. Nah. Probably not. Nah. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't know. And even, like, I obviously don't have a smartphone, so none of this really applies to me anyway. But I feel like I would definitely check up at least like tasting notes before I bought beer. Like I, I pull out the beer and I read the thing on the label, you know. But like you, some some styles are so minimalist you can't even tell what style they're supposed to be. Right. Like those modern times beers. 
I don't know which ones you're talking about. I had it the other week. It was just a very plain can. Ah. It just said, like, beer on it, pretty much. That'll show them. Yeah. So, all in all, shut up, Thrillist. We disagree with you. Or at least I do. Do you disagree with them? Um, mostly. I don't know. Obviously, part of the tenet of the show is to um, to try wacky stuff. And, you know, I was at the Brewfest, whenever the hell that was, and... Wait, was that last Saturday? Is that content for this week? Yeah, it is. When the fuck did I go to that thing? Anywho, and I tried a few different things that I kind of knew I wouldn't like, which is easier at a brew fest because the money-wasting aspect isn't really in play anymore. Right, because you've already, you've already bought admission. Right. So well, let's just go right into that. How was that brew fest? You said you were going to try to have all the beers that you hadn't had before. Yeah, I didn't even get close to that. Oh, not even close, huh? There were, there were way more beers than they said they were going to have, and my estimate of having already had 50% of them was was way higher, and also I didn't have my target number of samples. So all across the board, I didn't do it good. Oh. But also they had a couple of timed taps, which I didn't take into account, which kind of made my goal impossible. What is that? What is a timed tap? It's like the some place will have a, a beer that either is really limited edition or expensive generally or something that people really like and they'll have a sign that says we're tapping this beer at three o'clock uh. so you have to kind of time getting in line so you're there at three o'clock but you know usually all of a sudden there's a big line there and if four different breweries have time taps at three o'clock generally you can't get to you're, all of them before yeah. they before one of them kicks right well so you didn't get close do you uh but overall you feel like you got a good number in I had 45 samples, I think, which, you know, I was, I was happy with. I, I'm in a bit of a, a, a troll war with a brewery over one of my check-ins. Uh-oh. Uh, it was, a, it was a coconut beer that was really bad. And now, I don't like coconut, and you know that. But I had more than one coconut beer at this event. And, and the other one, I was like, ah, this is fine, you know. And I didn't give it a terrible score, and I wasn't super critical with my, like, you know, you have 140 characters if you want to write a, a quick review. And this one just was like, oh my god, this is just suntan lotion. What the fuck? So <laughs> I wrote, uh, this is pretty boozy for suntan lotion. <laughs> and and the like the brewery's account replied to me, and it was it was like we we don't recommend drinking suntan lotion. And and then like I was like, okay, fine. And then the next day replied to me again, like they're oh, like they were baiting me, you and really it was like, got at their jock, huh? I guess so. And they were like, maybe you can recommend some sun, some of your favorite suntan lotions. Uh, and I said, I, I replied to them, well, I'm a banana boat man myself. SPF 35 if I can get it. And uh, they haven't gotten back to me about that. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Well, okay. So other than trolling these fools, uh, was there anything that really stood out? There was a chocolate cherry stout that I liked a lot, and I feel like it's extra impressive just because of how extremely out of season that is. But it was uh-huh. really good. That was a time tap. And there, chocolate cherry. Yes. I don't really think I've had any cherry beers. The only cherry beers I've had in the past have been very kind of medicinal, like kind of sticky, artificial, sweet type of a thing, which I find very oh. off-putting, like cough syrupy, but... This this one it, the the cherry was subtle enough and I don't know it tasted realer so I, I liked it much more I think the the chocolate right. complemented it very well 
It sounds pretty good. Well, uh, I'm jelly. Definitely some jelly. I, uh, I ran on one of those, uh, it's one of those, you know those inflatable obstacle courses, you know what I'm talking about? It's like not a, really. It's like a moon bounce, but it's not, but you don't just jump up and down in it. It's like, there's like a little wall that you climb and then you got to run through these buoys and then jump over some shit and do some shit. Uh, okay. Google. So it's like a children's ultimate ninja warrior. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But there like the idea is that there's it's wide enough for two people so you're supposed to race. Uh-huh. And I I raced my friend and I beat him so bad that after like going through this whole thing and like you know there's a lot of tumbling involved like you go over the thing and you know you your feet can't really get purchased so you end up rolling a lot and I ended right. up kind of on my face and I had enough time to stand up, turn towards him and do suck it at him a few times before he was sliding down the last thing at me, and I had to jump out of the way. And then that's fun. I later found out you were supposed to pay to go on it, but nobody told us. So well, that's we, even better. So we just didn't. Nice. How'd they let you on without paying? Well, I don't know. It's kind of weird. They, it wasn't that you had, there was like an entry fee. It was that if you buy this T-shirt, you get to do the thing. And so later, uh, Three Stacks bought a T-shirt, and they told her. Cool, now you can do that thing if you want. I was like, uh, uh, eh. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. If you, uh, if you ever just happen to be in Verona on the day that it's happening. In fair Verona, where our tale begins. Well, if my current health is any indicator, it is where my tale will soon end. That's not good. What if you pooped yourself to death? I think that's what dysentery is, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, can you imagine that in the modern age? Like... Verona man dies of dysentery. I think that if I poop was pooping myself that much, th- three stacks would make me go to the hospital. She's not around right now. I mean, I'm not. What if you poop out 143 pounds right now? Then I would look fabulous. <laughs> no, I mean she would. She would hear me writhing on the toilet. I assume. You'd look like a tube of toothpaste, an oh, empty god. tube of toothpaste. Oh god. Yes, indeed. Uh, do you want to do the porn game? Sure. This has been a sexy conversation thus far. (laughs) Oh, okay. Am I starting? Uh, no, I am, dummy. Oh, oh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, so this is based on a TV show. It's about, um, dudes with short, girthy dongs that are very good, and they sex with them. <laughs> what a terrible description. <laughs> okay. Uh it's a TV show? Yeah. It showed in there anywhere? Yeah. So so part of the reason that the description is so bad is cuz I changed it from load to chode at the last second. So I didn't <laughs> okay. rethink my whole approach. Mm. Road is that the original yes. word? Yes. Road. We've already done Fury Load. Uh, also, that's a movie. Right. What TV shows have the word road in it? Road Rules? No. Yeah, it's not 2003. Chode Rules. Oh. Yep. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Does it matter that it's like a bunch of dudes? Uh, it's plural, but it's not like a gangbang type of a thing. Mm. TV show, because I, I can think of movies with the word road in it. Boss like Chodes. the road. What? Boss Chodes instead of Crossroads. <laughs> Is that that Britney Spears movie? I believe so. Get out of here with that. Okay. 
I didn't even watch that. Chode City? No, I don't. Is Road City? I think? No, Broad City is one, and I thought maybe it was just a slant rhyme. That's not even a slant rhyme. That's just a piece of shit. Yeah, it's just real shitty. Uh, Becca, what TV shows have the word road in them? Road? Yeah. I'm a little worried you've never heard of it. It was on the Discovery Channel. On the Discovery Channel? Oh, yeah. no, I'm done now. Like, remember how there was that show, The Deadliest Catch, and the premise of The Deadliest Catch was just like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice chode truckers? Well, they're having sex, my man. It's a porno. Nice chode fuckers. There you go. All right. I Now, mine, I searched our porn game database for and didn't see it. But I'm shocked that we didn't see, that we haven't done it. So, it might be a repeat. Okay. This is, it's a porno, it's based on a movie... It's about uh, an African fellow with erectile dysfunction. An African fellow? Correct. I'm trying to remember what the subtitle of Madagascar 2 is. <laughs> no, no. So, I mean, am I, is there the name of an African country in here somewhere? Not. You say no? No. Is it just that he's black? Yes. Oh, Okay. Man, I was I was going all in the wrong direction. I was thinking about Invictus and all that shit. Okay. Invictus. Yeah, that's bad. So is black in there? Yes. Okay. Is black in the original? Yes. Okay. Flaccid. So like soft? No. Uh. Floppy. Uh no. So you're thinking of like characteristics of his penis. Uh huh. Um, but it's not really how his penis looks it's what his penis is is it's <clears throat> what it's doing disappointing kind his of. wife <laughs> yeah kind of no it's like uh it's uh so what is it what is what is the penis supposed to be doing getting hard right well and and when it does that it would be doing what thumbs up up okay and it's not it's black not cock down Black Hawk Down, yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure we did a play on Black Black Hawk Down, but it was different. Okay, I'll I th- take it. I think there was one that Lauren wrote in, and it took us three episodes to figure out, but I'm pretty sure that was based on Black Black Hawk Down. Well, it didn't take us three episodes. It so. might have. It might have been Black Cock Frown. <laughs> I like mine better. Nah, I like his better. Well, actually, oh. I think I might have just made it up. I like mine better. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to do this last article? Yeah. Alrighty. So from uploadvr.com, beer pong plus VR equals Veer Pong. Veer Pong is a new game that you can buy for $10 on Steam. But the thing is, you need a uh, HTC Vive, which I believe is a virtual reality headset, and a very good PC to play it. Okay. So it's really much more than $10. So we're talking about a hand situation. Excuse me? We're talking about a high end rig? Yes. Yes, indeed. So, this is a game that presumably you would need a lot of money for. And yet, the idea is that you just virtually play beer pong against either a friend who has a similar high-end rig somewhere else who can't be in your yard, or the computer, which is just the saddest thing in the world. Can it Can it make sure that you actually drink it? I don't think it can. Does it call you a pussy? <laughs> If you're, if does you're, it take out its balls and waggle it at you. If you're a female player, does it, does it get weirdly predatory and like try and make you do naked laps that you shouldn't have to do? Yeah, 
Does it take out its own balls and do a naked lap for no reason? Uh, that's porn. You can just you can find that elsewhere if you need to. Yeah. No, so I I don't know. Veer pong just seems like just a terrible use of virtual reality. It seems like the kind of thing that was probably more fun to code than it is to play. So someone just yeah. made it. Like this is the real. This is a. It's targeting the intersection between like computer nerds and frat boys, and I'm not sure how much overlap is there. I think. Well, it's computer nerds, frat boys, and people with more money than they know to do it. People with more money than friends. I'm all of these things, and I have no interest in this product. <laughs> I'm I'm the optimal user. And yet you don't want to play. No, no interest. Well, I shouldn't say no interest. If, if like, Zach got way too high one day and bought this and was like, you guys want to try it out? I would totally try it out. But I'm definitely not going to invest. Like, if... If it were $10 and I could play it on my Wii U that I already have, <laughs> I probably still wouldn't do it. $10 is right. too much, I think. And I don't have any of the necessary accoutrement. There's just no time where I'm like, damn, I really want to play beer pong, but I don't have any friends or enough room. Let me jump on the virtual ping pong. I'll have a showdown with some guy in South Korea. Yeah, you should just drink until you feel like you have friends. Right? Yeah. I don't need a computer telling me when to take sips of my beer. Uh, Three Stacks and I play a drinking game sometimes where you go on, uh, there's a, a Would You Rather website, and so basically it's, we take turns asking each other the Would You Rather, uh-huh. and if you're with the majority, then, like if I ask her one and she's with the majority, then I have to drink. If she's in the minority, she has to drink. And uh-huh. we'll do that for like 15 minutes until we get bored sometimes. <laughs> But I, I wouldn't play that by myself. That would be even sadder, I think. Yeah, that'd be yeah. That's kind of equivalent here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Veer Pong gets a thumbs down for me. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, are we about done here? Yeah. Let's let's wrap these up so I can determine my fate. Good luck to your bunghole. Thanks, man. I had Twenty First Amendment's Fireside Chat, a winter spiced ale, and it is very winter. It is very spiced. I can't disagree there. It, and I actually can see there's a little tag printed on it from uh, probably from the retailer, probably when they got it in December 20th. Which, not and, great. So I'm not saying that it's bad. Like, I don't think that it's gone skunked or something like that. But just like right. if I would have had it when I was supposed to, I probably would have liked it way more. But sure. Uh, I'm going to give it a um, 4.3 and say that I definitely need to try this again in six months because it. It's it's not the right season, and I'm not in the right headspace to, to enjoy something like this. I like the Spice character, but uh, it's really drying my mouth out, but that might be because I'm dehydrated from all the diarrhea. <laughs> uh, so I would recommend this to someone in the southern hemisphere where it is currently winter. Okay, sounds good. I had Ed River Brewing's Slammin' Salmon Double IPA. I don't really think it deserves the name Double IPA. It was kind of just a single IPA. Um, I guess 8.6 is high alcohol, but it's not like anything crazy. And the hops definitely weren't intense enough to warrant being called a Double IPA. With all that being said, it tasted fine. There's definitely some hop bitterness and, like I said, some like guava, papaya, tropical taste in there that I really liked. But... I don't know, it didn't really blow me out of the water, so I'll probably give it a 6-3. I will recommend this to uh, fans of Mad River Brewing. 
because I think it's one of their better beers, but it, it's still not a super impressive brewery, in my opinion. Fair enough. Yeah. And do you know what you're going to be drinking next week? No idea. Okay. Well, uh, uh, stay tuned next week when we'll see if Sam looks like a giant tube of squeezed-out toothpaste or not. <coughs> you're looking good, buddy. I'm going to bed. Okay. Also, you can tweet at us at Bruce Day Tuesday. Um, you can comment on our links at BruceTuesday.com or you can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. Don't let the bastards keep you down, and we will see everybody when Sam's not pooping. Bye. Bye. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. In all seriousness, though, I will talk to you later. I have to go right now. Okay. Bye. Bye.